Hey mama, I want to invite you to something. I am hosting a free anger management bootcamp on the podcast, May 13th through the 17th. Monday through Friday, there will be a new episode released teaching you where anger comes from and what goes on in your brain when you feel intense feelings, how to lower your stress and increase capacity levels as a mom, how to shift your mindset to align your actions with the mom that you want to be, and how to break generational anger patterns. Subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss a day and sign up using the link in the show notes so you can get access to the episodes as soon as they drop and an email summary of the daily trainings, as well as access to a live Q&A call on the last day of the bootcamp. Invite one or three of your mama friends so they can learn how to manage their emotions well too. Link to sign up is in the show notes. I can't wait to see you in there. Let's get back into this podcast episode. If you know me, you know that I like practical implications. Give me the how steps. What do I say and do in the moment when I feel triggered, when I want to respond better, so then I can make a better choice? Oftentimes as parents, we know we don't want to yell. We know we don't want to scream or say maybe shameful things to our kids, but oftentimes it just comes out. Why? Because we literally don't know what to do instead. We were never modeled what to do instead. We were never taught what to do instead. And that's why I'm so excited for this episode. I have Jackie, who is a parenting specialist, on this episode. And we talk about ways to respond without losing your cool. And so we covered five things on this episode. How to respond to a preteen who is having snarky comments. How to respond when your kids say, I don't want to do that chore right now. How to deal with tattletaling? What do you say to your kids when they just keep coming and tattletaling on each other? How do you respond to your kids when they're whining instead of asking politely? And then what do you say to your kids when they don't accept no for an answer? They asked you for permission and something you said no, and they just keep asking again and again and again. And all of those examples I brought up because I'm the one dealing with them on every day with my kids. And so this is really good and super helpful, and I hope you find it really valuable. Hi, Jackie. Thank you so much for coming to Emotionally Healthy Legacy Podcast. I'm so excited to have you here. Hey, thanks for having me, Elizabeth. So you are a parenting specialist, and we have something in common. Tell me, where do you live right now? I'm in central Minnesota. Yes. And we, like my family just moved from Minnesota about a year and a half ago to Florida. So when I saw that you're in Minnesota, I'm like, oh my gosh, totally relate because we lived in a similar area, which is crazy. You're probably in super cold weather right now as we're recording. (laughs) Yeah. It's about 30 degrees. So not too bad today, but mm -hmm. yeah, not too bad because it does get cold. It does get in the negatives. I've, I've experienced that. I relate, but right now in Florida, it's actually in the forties in the mornings and everybody's like freaking out because it's like super cold for us. So you also have a parenting podcast. Tell me the title of that podcast and the topics that you cover there. So it's called No Problem Parenting. And I am all about helping mamas and dads become the confident leader that I say our kids crave us to be. And so the podcast really brings resources, people like you to the show to help parents learn about, you know, the, the resources that are out there that that can help them in their specific situation, whether you're raising toddlers or you have infants or teenagers or grown children who are off to college and even parenting aging parents when you're 
in that sandwich generation of I'm raising my own kids, but I'm also helping my grown or my aging parents. And so we cover a wide variety of topics. Okay. Yes. And so if this is something that you need help with, uh, I would encourage you to check out Jackie's podcast because today she's coming on my podcast to share with you ways to respond to your children when they are having behaviors that you don't like. Oftentimes we know that the way that we are reacting, raising our voice or giving attitude back to our kids getting pulled into their negativity is not the way that we want to handle things. And we just don't know how to do things differently because we don't have the tools. Nobody taught us to do things differently. And so you, I invited you here today and I'm going to run through five scenarios and you are going to give me positive ways to respond in those scenarios instead of having a negative reaction. So the first scenario is what do you say to right now? I have an example of a preteen who has snarky comments uh, that are not helpful to their sibling or to me and just kind of talking to me like I'm dumb and just saying unhelpful things like, no, really, you said that or just being unpleasant. What do you say to a child like that? Because I grew up and my parents would be like, what did you just say? (laughs) Don't you talk to me like that? And it would just create this cycle. So what would be a positive way to respond? Well, when a kid is kind of just coming in and giving you attitude, talking back, just kind of being a stink, there's a number of things that you can say, but some of my favorite ones are because I like to create curiosity in kids. When they're being snarky or misbehaving, they're typically in the back part of their brain, that fight or flight part of their brain, and they're being defensive or resistant or reactive. And so I like to get them in the front part of their brain with curiosity. And so I'll say something like, if they're being really snarky or back talking, I'll say a couple of things. Maybe, hey, you know what? Pop off to your room. Feel free to come out when you can be kind. Mm-hmm. And they're like, they don't, I mean, they're getting in trouble, but they're not you're not, let's, you're not putting a time limit on it. You're just saying, Hey, go get it, get it together. And I have a whole technique around that. But another thing that I really like to tell them is I'll say something like, Hey, thanks for letting me know you need me right now. Thanks for letting me know you're, you're kind of struggling or not feeling very good. And that, Mm -hmm. that they're like, what? Like I'm back talking you, I'm being disrespectful. And so they expect this defense or this reactive response from you. And instead, when you go over and say, Hey, looks like you need a hug. Sounds like you're not feeling very good about yourself because people who feel good about themselves don't want to be disrespectful or harm or hurtful to somebody else. And so we want to teach that to our kids from the inside out. You must not be feeling very good right now about something that's going on. They're they're projecting it onto us. But instead instead of being like, quit disrespecting me or stop talking that way or what did you just say to me? You can go over and say, hey, thanks for letting me know you need a hug and then meet that need first, which creates curiosity. Like, why aren't you yelling at me, mom? Why Mm -hmm. aren't you engaging into a battle with me? And it's because mom doesn't want to, and mom doesn't have time to engage in a battle. And so we're just going to kind of let that go. Now there's lots of other things around disrespect and backtalking, but sometimes in the moment, just staying out of the battle and not engaging and taking the bait, you know, it's like, think of fishing and they're like throwing you a worm and you're like, nope, I'm not getting caught on this one. Mm-hmm. So I'm totally staying out of the battle. And it creates this curiosity where kids are, instead of you worrying about what, are, how are they going to misbehave next? Or what's the, what's going to fly out of their mouth next? They're like, what's mom going to do next? Or what's mom going to say? And we use a lot of art of distraction, but there are things that you can do that are more structured where it's like, Hey, pop off to your room, come back out when you can be kind. You're being disrespectful or rude to your siblings. Like 
exit stage left, head into your room, come back out when you can be kind. They can come out in 30 seconds if they want, as long as they are kind when they come back out. Yeah. And if not, we pop them back to their room. Yeah, that's helpful. And I think like the mentality that I had to shift a while back when I started to learning about parenting and behavior is that I have a good kid who's just having a hard time. Mm -hmm. You know, they're just having a hard time. Whatever the reason is, I don't know what it is. They probably might not even know either, but they're just having a hard time. Just like you as a mom, when you are overreacting or you are snapping at your kids, it's not necessarily because of the kids. You're having some other other internal issue going on and you're just having a hard time. You're still a good mom. You're just having a hard moment. And so having that reminder, but just having a tool, like how do I respond differently instead of getting pulled into it and reacting and all in helpful ways that make the situation worse. So that was really helpful. And number two, how about when you ask your kids to do something or you tell them to do a chore and remind them to do a chore and they just say no, or they just say, no, I don't want to, because that's what my kids say. Like, I don't want to, I don't feel like it. I don't want to do the dishes right now. I don't want to take out the trash. I don't want to clean my room. I don't feel mm-hmm. like it. When I was growing up, it's like you do it or you get spanked. <laughs> that yeah, was the yeah. Option. And so how do we respond in in a better way that we feel good about and that doesn't pull us into that negativity and um, Yeah, there's reacting. a few ways. There's a few ways. So the first thing you can say is I know you don't want to and thanks for doing it anyway. And then you just pause and you wait. Mm-hmm. And parents will say, well that's not going to make them do it. And Probably not. It's not going to make them do it. Sometimes I even add, thanks for being honest. If you have a kid that lies a lot, they need a lot of opportunities to hear that they can be an honest kid or that they made an honest statement, truthful statement. So sometimes if they say, no, I'm not gonna, or I don't want to, you can say, thanks for being honest. I get it. You don't want to. And thanks for doing it anyway. And then you pause and you wait. Now, life can go on even if they don't do it. But the key is when they want to do something else, you say, oh, sure, you can watch TV just as soon as the dishes are done. So you're saying yes to no to something by saying yes to something else without having to say the word no. Like they go plunk themselves down in front of the TV and you go over and turn the TV off and you say, hey, I'd love to have you watch TV just as soon as the dishes are done. Or just as soon as I asked you to do, you know, just as soon as you do what I asked you to do. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. I like it. And with my kids, I'm like, I get it. You don't feel like doing the dishes and they still need to get done. So how can you make it more fun for you to get Mm -hmm. the dishes done? And like, Mm -hmm. that's kind of how I typically respond and be like, because sometimes it's just boring. They don't want to because it's boring. And I'm like, and so how can you make it more fun? Okay, can I listen to my favorite music? Or oftentimes they're like, oh, can I watch when I do the dishes? I'm like, we don't do watching when we wash dishes. You can listen to your favorite music. Okay, okay, I'll do that. And then yeah. that that keeps them kind of engaged. And so yeah. it's there's less resistance. So making it a little bit more fun. So that one was really helpful. How about tattletaling on their sibling? They come to you, they're like, he did this, he said this, he's not doing this, and he's looking, you know at stuff or whatever it is, you know, that he's not supposed to, and they come and tattletale their, their motivation is to get their sibling in trouble. Mm-hmm, absolutely. And so there's a number of ways that, that we deal with tattletaling, but one of them is, is to say, Hey, thanks for letting me know. And whose job is it to parent brother? Whose job is it to take care of brother? Whose job is it, you know, but thanks for wanting to help me out. I appreciate that. You're always such a great helper. And you don't buy into the fact that they're just trying to get the other kid in trouble. Like we're not going to entertain that. 
in the, in this moment, we're just going to say, Hey, thanks for wanting to help me out. In fact, I have something that I need help with. (laughs) And that is sweeping the kitchen floor. So it teaches the child that every time they come to tattle on you, if it's truly just a tattle and not a safety issue, right. Then, um, they're going to learn real quick that you love their help just don't need it in that way, but you have something else that you need help with. And they are more than welcome to help you in that area. I love that. That is so creative. (laughs) You're such a great helper. Here's what you can help with. Yeah. So we're kind of turning the tables on it without having to say, stop tattling on your, you know, on your brother Yes, and getting all caught up into that. Yes. And getting pulled into that. Okay. So number four is whining. When your kids want something, they just come to you and they want, mom, can I please? And then, you know, just like the whining, it's like, instead of just asking nicely, politely right away. And I know that's a huge one for me and a lot of uh, my girlfriends who have kiddos, especially younger ones, it's just the whining. You're like, oh my goodness, can you just speak normally? So what would you say to that? Yeah. So I love wine. Whining can actually turn into a habit where sometimes kids don't even intentionally mean to whine, but their voice, the tone of their voice, the lilt just naturally changes. And so a lot of times I'll say, oh, try again. Just like real simple. Oh, try again. And they kind of look, or I'm happy to talk to you just as soon as I can hear your Joe voice or your Sue voice or, you know, whatever their name is. Or I might say something like, oh, I'm happy to get you some, you know, get, get you what it is you want just as soon as I can understand you. Or sometimes I say, oh, I cover my ears up and I'm like, oh, wait, what, what is that noise? Oh, that's making a cringe in my back. I don't even, you know, like, so you could just kind of wrinkle up your face like, oh, wait, what is that? Like it's piercing your ears or it's hurting. And so I'm, I'm happy to answer you just as soon or listen to you just as soon as I can understand you or I can hear your voice. But a lot of times it's just a simple, oh, try again. Oh, say that again. And you change your lilt and your tone in your voice and your demeanor, which makes them want to, too, you know, and, and they shift it. But oftentimes kids get in a habit of whining because if we respond to the request that they've whined for, right, mm-hmm. then they think that that's that's how they need to talk to get you to respond and to get what they want. But if they know that you're not going to follow through and you're also not going to engage in a battle of stop whining or, you know, whatever they, they were, they respond much quicker. Yes. I love that. Try again. And I do that with my kiddos, even like my oldest one who is starting to have a disrespectful attitude sometimes, depending on how dysregulated he is. Cause when someone's really dysregulated, that doesn't work out too well. But when he's just slightly dysregulated, I can, I say, try again, or I say, what's another way for you to ask that? How can you ask mommy in another way? And so that is another way that I respond to, to get them to, you know, get curious. I'm like, okay, let me try again. (laughs) And just giving them an opportunity to do a do-over because oftentimes as parents, we have our hard moments and sometimes we wish we could do a do-over. Sometimes we snap at our husband and say something in an unkind way. And it would be so nice to have your spouse be like, can you try that again or do a do-over depending, you know, on how dysregulated you are in the moment. So that is a really helpful one. I like it. And then the last one I want to ask you about. So let's say your kids ask you something and you said no. 
I have an example. It's like my eight-year-old is like, mom, can you take me to Dollar General? I just want to buy something with my money. And I know that he just wants to buy junk food. And I said, no. And he's like, but why? And I said, because right now, this week, we're not buying any junk food at, you know, at Dollar General. But why? But why? But why? And I already gave him an answer why. And he just, he just wants me to give him a different answer. You know, he just wants me to switch to a yes. And it's not changing. And I, I would say, I, you already got an answer to your question. Mm-hmm. So a great response is, why do you think? Why but you why? Think? Why do you think? Mm, I like But that. why? Why do you think? I mean, how much energy does it take to broken record respond back to them? <laughs> yeah. Not a lot of energy. And you can actually change the tone of your voice. But why? Why do you think? But why? Well, why do you think? You know, and like almost playfully, mm-hmm. or I know you're so smart, you'll figure it out. Mm, I the like th- that one, one of the things I love about you best is that you're a great problem solver. Mm-hmm. And so I think you'll figure out why, you know, and so we're encouraging them in a different way and still not giving in. But instead of because we're not buying junk food this week or because it could just be I don't have time to go to the store right now. You know, we don't even have to get into the hole because I don't want to buy it or you're just going to buy junk food and I don't want you to buy junk food. All that's just I don't have time to go to the store right now. You can say when they kind of repeatedly go on and on and on with the why, you can say, I wonder if you can say why, ask why five more times. So you're actually giving them permission to ask why five more times. And the fifth time they do it, you say, yes, thank you so much for doing it my way. (laughs) And then they're like, what? Wait, because they, if they asked five more times and you gave them permission to ask five more times, they did something you asked them to do. Hey, that's cool, right? It might be the first time all day they actually did something you asked them to do, you know, the first time. So it's just, again, being playful with it, not sarcastic, not demeaning, nothing like that, but just kind of having some fun with it. Just because they're upset that they don't get something that they want doesn't mean we have to buy into the emotion and and mirror that same emotion. Mm-hmm. You know, we're the adult, they're the kid. We can sit back and be like, yeah, I get it. You're frustrated. This is frustrating. I know my answer is really frustrating to you. And I hope you get over that feeling. You know, but we don't have to buy in and and power struggle with it. So yes, those are super, super helpful. And you have an amazing resource for parents. And it's 60 ways to respond to a lot of different circumstances and situations and just positive ways to respond without getting pulled in into feeling reactive and frustrated. And you have that amazing resource. Where can our mamas find that? Yeah. So it's called 60 ways to respond to your kiddos without losing your cool. And they can go, there's actually a link in the show notes for you, but right at the homepage of my website, noproblemparents.com, fill out your name and your email. We're going to send you that free PDF. It's all All 60 ways are listed in there. And then for added bonus, if they wanted to hear how I respond and use those responses, because each response can be used in a number of situations, they can listen to the No Problem Parenting podcast. We have several episodes, six episodes devoted to the 60 ways. There's a part one through part six series where I share 10 responses in each episode and give you some more ideas on how to how to use them and when to use them. Yes, I've listened to those episodes. They're so good. They're so good and so helpful. And it's just so helpful to have 
tools because like right. I said earlier, oftentimes we know we don't want to lose our cool. We know we don't want to react and we don't know how to do things differently. We don't know what to say instead, mm-hmm. what to do instead. And having like, even like go-to tools, like you were just even mentioning this podcast and that resource to be able to print off and be like, okay, oh, I can say this. And mm-hmm. just like, take one scenario that you're working on for the week or whatever it is. And you have like a couple things that you can say during that circumstance and just have that in your back pocket. And it's going to be so helpful to feel empowered instead of helpless in the situation. And that's exactly it. We can become the confident leader our kids crave us to be. It doesn't always feel like that sometimes when they're you know, misbehaving or talking back or melting down or whatever it is that they're doing, but they really need us to be confident and not join in on the battle. And then that helps improve their confidence and their ability to follow through and do the things that we've asked them to do. And it really improves your relationship and the trust and security with your kids, knowing that no matter how much they misbehave, you're going to be there for them and, and you're going to help them through it. Yes. Yes. Thank you, Jackie, so much for coming. I really appreciate the support that you offer parents and the helpful tips that you gave today. Thank you for being here. I appreciate you having me, Elizabeth. It was super fun. Again, love your podcast, love your show. So just super grateful to be here. Didn't I tell you that this podcast episode is going to be great? It was so, so good. It had so many practical implications that you can start implementing today. And so I'm so thankful for Jackie. All her contact information is in the show notes. So here are the takeaways from this episode. Number one, figure out what you mean to say before you say something mean. Have a plan what you're going to say so you know how to respond in the heat of the moment when you're feeling triggered. Number two, being playful with the kids can actually make it easier for the both of you. Kids typically respond better to a playful atmosphere. And number three, stick with your new responses. Your kids will eventually accept them and get used to them. My friend, thank you so much for being here. I'm so thankful that you show up to this podcast week after week. If you have found it valuable in any way, would you please support me? Would you scroll down on Apple Podcasts and leave me a five-star rating and a review? It's literally one of the best ways that you can thank me. And you can also share this podcast with a couple girlfriends. Just text this episode to two friends and say, hey, I listened to this episode. You're going to find it so helpful. Check out this podcast. Okay. I also want to share with you one item that I've been loving at Amazon. It is a crossbody purse. It's a small crossbody purse. I think you're going to love it. If you like classy style and you just like things neutral and tidy and just small, this purse is so cute. It's so cute and I think you're going to love it. And it's just one of those items that just makes you feel really put together. My friend, thank you for showing up and being here. Everything is linked in the show notes and I hope to see you here next week. Hi, friend. Did you learn something new or found value in this episode? If so, would you stop right now and share this episode with one Christian mama friend who has young kiddos and could benefit from this message? Word of mouth is the best way to spread the word and grow this podcast. Also, if you enjoyed this podcast, would you please rate and review on Apple Podcasts so I know that this content is helpful and I can continue to create more episodes. This is really the only way for me to know that you are blessed by this podcast. I'll see you soon, my friend. God bless you.